0: Welcome back to Pastor Plex Podcast, and today we're going to look at a question uh, that came in uh, this week. My question is around Acts 6. In this situation, the disciples ask for seven faithful people, although it doesn't seem to actually say the noun deacon. It seems to refer to the same verb, serving, as used in other locations like 1 Timothy. So in this circumstance, is it inferring that disciples in this verse are elders, and then the servants are deacons. All right, so uh, I've got in studio with me today, I've got Pastor James Foster. James, can you just give us a quick recap on what Acts chapter 6 is all about? Yeah, uh, happy to be here. Thanks for having me, Chris. Uh, I'm excited to, to share Acts 6 uh, so that we've got these disciples who are increasing in number. And there's this complaint that they receive that uh, these women are being neglected in the daily distribution. And th- these are the widows uh, that are being neglected, and they are uh, they are Hellenistic widows that are being neglected by the Hebrews. And so uh, because they're being neglected, there's a need for someone to step up to serve, and so the disciples are mobilized to say, hey, how can we fix this problem? Right, and the issue is that you've got Hellenistic... Uh, Christians who are Jews who grew up without the Jewish tradition. So they were not fully steeped in that, and they didn't speak uh, Hebrew. They spoke Greek, and that's really the primary difference. They weren't a different race, uh, but they were a different language, and they had a different cultural upbringing. But they still totally believe in God's word. They totally believe that Jesus died on the cross for their sins, rose from the dead. However, um, there was this sense that the real Christians were the ones that were from the Jewish background. And it may have felt like uh, they felt less than because they weren't culturally on the inside. And so that might have been a little bit of a struggle. And so they felt like there was a discrimination issue going on here. So that's sort of the background. And then um, I wanted to take a look at the word, uh, I think verse, let's see, uh, verse three, I'm sorry, verse four. When the when the apostles, they say, but we will devote ourselves to prayer and to the ministry of the word, and what they said pleased the whole gathering, they chose Stephen, a man full of faith and of the Holy Spirit, and, and then all these other six other guys. I'm uh, oh, sorry, I want to get back to verse two. The twelve, that's the apostles, summoned the full number of the disciples, so they got everybody together on this, is verse two. And it says, it's not right that we should give up preaching the word, Of God to serve tables. Now, what they didn't mean was that um, all the widows came to the Christian cafeteria, and they were the the apostles were like in the lunch food line, and then they were taking trays out to all the widows. But rather, there was a, a literal distribution of food that was logistical. That took administration. It took the giftedness, and and it took ability, and so. As you can imagine, when three thousand people come to faith, that all their family members sort of come into faith as well, uh, because now we are Christians. Okay, fine, we're Christians. Well, what's the Christian program uh, for getting these widows? My mom, who's my my father has passed away. My my mom is uh, she's a widow. I don't have enough money to pay for. Her. I'm a Christian. Hey, somebody help my my mom, or perhaps, probably better. Um, I know Bob's mom. And uh, she's a, she became a Christian. Her family's not Christian. They've rejected her because she's a Christian. But she's a widow, and she has no support. Because once you jumped on board with Jesus, you were ousted from the synagogue, ousted from the Sanhedrin, ousted from the care and responsibility of the Jews. And so somebody had to take on this responsibility. Um, now, James, since you are in seminary, <laughs> uh, I'm going to put you to the test here. Uh, can you tell me, uh, in verse... Two, what the the word that uh, serve? So uh, they said preaching the word of God to serve table. So what word is that? Uh, if you can you know use your Greek skills? Yeah. So that would be uh, diacon. Oh wow. Okay, Diaconis, uh which is. The same word that we get for deacon, which means serve, and you can maybe pronounce it better if you yeah. Want. So diaconane, right, is the infinitive. He, he's not done with his Greek yet. We, you know, <laughs> listen, when you're at seminary, you got a lot of work to do, and it's hard to keep it all in. So diaconane is the infinitive verb to serve, of which, uh, or rather, it's the um, yeah, it's it, the infinitive is diaconeo, which is to serve, and then diaconane is the third person singular, or rather, no, third person, no, actually, that'd be, I guess that would be first person plural, we serve, yeah, there we go, anyway, diaconate, it's definitely not singular, how about that, and what the good news is about that is that that shows that the word diacon. Uh, let's see, diaconate, or diaconus or diacon would be, let's go to 1 Timothy, because that actually does give you the actual word, let me see if I can pull that up, 1 Timothy chapter 3, uh, verse 8, Diaconus. Uh, so D-I-A-K-A-O-N-O-U-S, diakonous, uh, that, that word there is going to be the noun. And if you were to get dia- deacons um, or, or their wives, deaconesses, is diakonoi, uh, that would be uh, the, or sorry, their wives, that's not the right word. Verse 12 has deacons and that's diakonoi. So there you have a first person, diakonous. Which you would probably not pronounce the s, but diacanu, and then the last uh, of verse twelve is plural diaconoi. So the the same word is used to describe deacons, and so I really feel like, and again, this is where etymology wise, we're having to make a lot of guesses because the scripture doesn't really tell this tell us this implicitly. Okay, ready? Here it is is that when the when the apostles, who would also be known as elders, but they're primarily apostles, there were only 12 apostles. So the question from um, the listener uh, was, so in this circumstance, is it inferring that disciples in this verse are elders and the servants are deacons? So yes, the servants do become the first deacons. Stephen and the other six become the first deacons. Uh, the others... Could be elders, but we know that they are apostles. Alright, the difference between an apostle and an elder is an elder was over every local church, and uh they were there's a plurality of elders that led the local church, and then what was really great about that is that the apostles were the ones that sort of uh, were the ones that were the sent ones, that all apostle means is sent one, and they were the ones commissioned by Jesus to go and serve. And of course you have Uh, Paul as an apostle, as one who was untimely born, because he was a little bit late to the party. Uh, But then you also have uh, Matthias, who joins late, uh, that um, the apostles laid hands on him and commissioned him as an apostle, because he had been with Jesus from the very, very beginning. All right, so I think that answers the question. So yes, um, the disciples in this verse are elders, but they're more importantly apostles. And then secondly, the servants are deacons, because it's like, Uh, They're serving. And whenever you see the word deacon, you should see the word... Serve. So deacon and servant are the the totally same words. And so it just would be really unfun to be a... um, a servant, I think. If you like, had your on your ministry shirt said, "I'm a servant." Maybe people would think that was too low. But if you say deacon, that's a Greek word, way cooler, and so you don't <laughs> feel quite as bad. And that's really awful. You should be glorying that you get to be a servant of Jesus. So deacon straight up means servant, and that's why um, the whenever we talk about uh, church, we're, it's not that you want to esteem to be a deacon to have power, but rather you esteem to be a deacon to serve. Hopefully, that's helpful. Thank you so much for that question. This wraps up uh, this episode of Pastor Plex Podcast. And everyone, please thank James Foster for joining us in studio. James, any word for the people out there? Yeah, thanks for having me. Looking forward to the next one. All right, have a great day.